Hello, my friends. I am Teresa Rich, the founder of 100% Real with Teresa podcast. Because I believe the world needs more positivity in it. Also, please tag me at heartcenteredgrowth or teresarich.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy my friends. So today I wanted to talk about self-discipline and focus. Most people hate that word, self-discipline and focus, because they think it's hard to be self-disciplined. Um, maybe it's a point in a Sunday, uh, it's a good time for you to write about what you think self-discipline and focus actually means to you, because I think we live in a society that doesn't want self-discipline. And um, I'm not saying disciplining other people, I'm talking about disciplining yourself, having self-discipline in order to achieve particular goals or outcomes. Um, and we live in this society where everyone wants um, instant gratification. We have been trained by society not to work for um, gaining, however hard it is, um, you know, in trying to you know, focus on whatever our dreams are. We've been taken away from that through the use of social media and everything. And today I wanted to bring back to you the importance of actually the word self-discipline and focus. And this morning I noticed I was being drawn in to other people's agendas, social media and all these things that work my business. But actually I was then forgetting to be self-disciplined on what I needed to do, which was the podcast. I have a goal to do my podcast today. (laughs) And uh, if I don't achieve that, then I feel like I've let myself down and I've let you down. So for me, it's very, very important. So I literally got my phone. I turned it off. (laughs) I moved it all the way downstairs in a separate room. And I thought, this is not going to be on for the next couple of hours. Because for me, it's important to be present and in that moment. And when I speak, I don't just speak with a load of blurb coming out. I speak from whatever comes from inside me. And I need to be able to to do that effortlessly and without interruption. So in order for self-discipline to occur, I've had to train my dogs, my husband, you know, everyone to be quiet while I am talking to you. So you may not think that's important, but for me, if I had a shoddy audio coming out to you, the focus, the self-discipline wouldn't exist. And many times my students um, will come on my courses to do the iTech courses and they will actually be shocked about not just the work that they've got to put in, But the target dates, we don't just say, right, when you get certification, you put the hard work in. It's actually as soon as they start the course, the self-discipline of their own discipline starts, the focus starts, because they have every single week targets, 
So what homework they need to do, what case studies they need to do. And that's how we keep the momentum going throughout the whole course. And that's why they're able to achieve such high standards. And examiners always say, you know, the case studies are our students are churning out are to such a high standard. It's because the people I work with, we all have self-discipline. And we are pretty much old school. <laughs> um, it's a good job, really, because otherwise we'd all be all over the place. And we'd be just saying the end target date is this amount of case studies needs to be in this by this date. But instead, what we do is we have building blocks for people to keep climbing up the ladder and learning each time. And it's not just about learning how to do a qualification, my friends. It's about learning how to to develop strategies in a world that is distracting you from what your true potential is. And it happens to me all the time, all the time. You know, only this morning, you know, I've started to be on social media a bit more, um, you know, and then I feel I, I find myself being hooked in. And I realized that I needed to get my phone to turn my phone off and completely put it in another room. So it's off. It's not pinging in the background, all of these things, because I know when I'm frazzled, I'm not disciplined. And self-discipline and focus, you normally see high-end athletes achieve that sort of thing. Because the I don't mean I don't like the word normal, but general Joe blogs, you see them walking along the street, you know, their faces on their phone, you know, they're going to get neck problems as they get older, they're going to get curvature of the spine. And, you know, they haven't learned self-discipline, whereas the marathon runners up, you know, that are trying to achieve uh, different medals and so on, they're out there in all weathers doing the work. And I think my dogs have taught me no end about self-discipline and my students, of which I'm eternally grateful to. The students have taught me that I've had to show up for them. So I've had a big why. I've known what my why is. And every single week when I've taught them, I've known why I have to do my lesson plan, why I've got to show up with the full intentionality, why I've got to be positive. Otherwise, I'd be there'd be no discipline. I'd be wish-washy. I'd just turn up with no preparation. But these students have taught me total focus, laser-sharp focus, and total discipline of myself. I've allocated block time, and I've just focused on whatever that subject is that I need to prepare to teach. And my dogs have done the same. They have taught me that every time I go out and I am taking them for a walk, no matter what the weather is, okay, we go through a training regime. Now, it sounds like I'm being really harsh. There is fun within that training. There is playtime, but there is training. I do not allow, you know, if I have students coming on my courses, I have expectations that they put the work in, they block out the time and they do the work. The same is with the dogs. I feed them. I walk them. I give them love. I, what else do I do? I feed them good food and loads of stuff. And, you know, they're getting a lot from me. But I expect 
them to be learning obedience, you know? And this is my expectation for what, and now I have to expect of myself the focus and the discipline in order to show up, be motivational and make things happen. So from the day of getting a puppy through to the time I've got them now, you know, every time, three times a day, we're out there, we're doing the training, we're putting the work in, you know, and some days, if you want the honest truth, I feel like giving up. Why bother? You know, it's raining or it's snowing, but no, we get out there and we put the work in. But I see people with headphones on, not interacting with their dog. I see them just walking them aimlessly and there's no interaction. That's okay for them, but that's not what I'm about. And it's the same with my students. I could say, just get on with the work and there'd be no interaction from me. But it's important for me to show up. And in order for me to know what my why is, you know, I know what my why is around my dogs. I know what my why is around my students. And that why keeps me motivated. So I would suggest for you, if you are struggling, like I have struggled many a time with self-motivation, not self-motivation, self-discipline and focus, I go through ebbs and lows and highs and so on. Um, If you are struggling with it, then maybe it's time to journal about why you don't have that self-discipline at the moment. And then it's really about working it. It's like about working your your mind. I came across someone recommending a book for me to read. And it was, I think it was titled, You Are Not Your Brain. And when I realized that half the messages in my mind are just pure wasted thoughts, I don't need to buy into them. And again, that takes training. And I think every person on the planet is training themselves within that. And some people are good at it and they are, they work it and others are not so good at it and need to work it even more. But you've got to have a target. You see, when you have whatever your target is, like I said about my students, they had targets every single week. So they had to make it happen no matter what situation they were in. Some of them have been in family. Some have had horses. Some have had children. Some of them have been in full time jobs, but they had a target. And because they knew that they had a target, they would block out time and they would have self-discipline because they had to make it happen. But they they worked it on the course, that self-discipline. And now they're going to find that they, when they get certified, which won't be long, um, when they receive their certification and their certificates, they're going to have that ingrained in them and they will know how to be self-disciplined in a world full of distraction. And I don't think they realize this yet because they're going to need that self-discipline and focus to build up their business. So they don't, they haven't just learned about subject. They've learned so, so much more. And it's been my responsibility to give that to them and train that within them. So all the temptations that they've wanted to talk about, which were, you know, and I don't get me wrong, I'm on social media, but I use social media. I'm not a slave to it most of the time, not 100%, but most of the time. So you've got to work out what your temptations are. It could be chocolate, it could be anything, whatever your distractions um, 
are. And you've got to work out a plan to not allow those distractions to be part of your life. So I suppose if I was single, it would be a lot easier. But, you know, sugar as a prime example, if you're single, then just don't have sugar in the house. It's that simple. I don't see that as a difficulty. Do not buy any sugar. You know, if you're trying to lose weight, then that becomes self-discipline. Um, you know, so you've got to, if it's your phone, for me, it can be my phone. So I've normally allocated a certain time of day when my phone goes on and that's when I reply to people, etc., etc. So you've got to work out what your temptations are and what your distractions are. And then you can get so much more done and then you'll grow and you'll, you know, your life will become your own success and you can do it. You absolutely can do it. When you put your behaviours and your habits of more of a top priority, then you become um, healthier you enjoy your work better and you don't feel like everybody is taking from you because you're self-disciplined in how much you're giving out, um, you're self-disciplined in how much you put into you, you're self-disciplined with your food, your health, your education and you then start to feel like you're, well you don't feel as resentful, I think that's the word I'm trying to say, And you're able to follow through on where you're going and what you want. And you feel like your future isn't robbing you, you know, for the future that you're likely to have because you're putting the work in to make it happen. So that's what I really wanted to talk about was self-discipline, because I think so many of us struggle with it on different areas of our life. And it's not just about saying, "Okay, I'm self-disciplined. I think our head our brain can tell us lots of lies. I truly believe that. It can lie to us and say, and our family can lie to us as well and say, well, you're not good enough. You're not good enough, you know, or well, who do you think you are to be doing a course like that at your age? You know, all these negative thought patterns and to hell with where they came from. It doesn't matter you know, because we've all had a teacher, we've all had a parent. And, you know, we've all been through something where, you know, our brain has these negative messages, some people have them louder than others. But if you buy into that, then you're not going to move forward. It's that simple. You've just got to recognize and I say just but recognize what it is, even if it means writing it down, and just get on with it. That's it. That's the pure thing is remove all the temptation, block out some time, just get on with it. Just get on with it or sign up for something that is so, that is really going to stretch you and you're going to be part of a community or a group um, and it's going to make you have to show up and move yourself. And that's how you get discipline because you become proactive you make a proactive plan to move you forward and for for myself for many 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 years I haven't stopped studying and I've spent thousands upon thousands of studying and um, yes as a tutor 
I am required to study and do continual professional development, but I love it. I absolutely love it. And it makes me give something to me, no matter how many students I'm helping, no matter my family who I help, my dogs who I'm helping, there is something that I'm putting into me. And that's really, really important because I love helping people. But if I'm not careful, I can be helping everybody. And that can create an identity of giving, of caring. The more you care, the more you feel fulfilled. I understand that. But there comes a point of self-discipline where I get my books out and I've got to put the work in to achieve the accreditation or the qualification. So I do understand what people are going through with, um, you know, saying they haven't got discipline, etc. And discipline, you know, drinking water. I bought, you know, because I rely on targets and stuff. Um, I actually bought myself one of these um, bottle water bottles that says seven, nine, eleven o'clock, one o'clock, three o'clock. And it's meant to give me targets to and discipline to drink the water when I get caught up in the day. I also put on my phone, <laughs> ah, you'd laugh. I put on my phone, um, drink water or stretch, you know, and I don't always do it, but most of the time I'll think about it and then I'll do something. Um, in my bathroom, I'll put five deep breaths. Um, another hack I've thought about that I'm going to do is write down. I haven't started this one, but you might want to do it. Is I'm going to write down what my three goals are for that week that I definitely want to accomplish. And I'm going to put it by my bedside. So I see it every morning because sometimes I get caught in doing things for so many people that I forget my own targets. So again, that's part of self-discipline, self-control. And I don't know about you, but do you find personal fulfillment in doing this stuff? Or are you just happy not doing it? Again, we're not alike. We're not all the same. Um, But my identity comes from having learned to focus. Um, Because to me, life is so precious. And, you know, I don't know how long I've got on this planet. And I just don't know that. But one thing I do want to do is not waste it. I don't want to waste it scrolling on on my phone because there's no benefit to that. I don't want to waste it um, totally binging on food. I don't want to waste it watching rubbish TV. Sometimes, you know, I'll be so exhausted at the end of the evening and I'll feel like, you know, just spending a bit of time with my husband and the dogs and it's just downtime and I'll watch a bit of television but you know what I'm not it doesn't do it for me it doesn't do that much for me there's something sometimes but if I'm honest um the self-discipline disappears for about half an hour and I watch something so I could I suppose I could again um have more self-discipline around that And I could spend more time stroking the dogs, um, talking to them, talking to my husband. And I do. I do. And in fact, I enjoy that, to be honest, more 
than watching any television. But he likes to shut off and listen to the television more than me. Oh, that's dreadful, isn't it? Anyway, I'm laughing, but, uh, you know, that's what we do. But if I think something's a load of rubbish, then I'll just say I can't be doing with watching this. And I I do have the self-discipline for that. So what I'm saying is with self-discipline, if you've got a target, whatever it is, you can then set a goal, you can set a plan, you can... The final thing you want to think about is you want to think about rewarding yourself. And um, we planned this in with the students on their last, um, on the last part of the course. I said to them all, now, what are you going to do when you finish doing this course? What are you going to reward yourself with? It doesn't matter. It can be a hot bath. It could be oils on your body. It doesn't have to be massive, but it does need to be a reward for you for all the hard work you've done. And I do instill that in people. So whether it's small rewards or a big reward for a massive goal that's been, um, you know, that's been achieved, then decide whatever that is for you, especially if you're spending Sunday chilling out. Um, And, you know, you just want to do whatever your hobbies are. You know, what are your hobbies? That could be your reward. And for me, doing a hobby is a reward for me. Um, Putting on a face pack, colouring my hair, it's a reward. And it's something, yes, I'll be honest with you, I find it difficult to do, you know, sometimes. But I do like it when I've done it. So just putting that bit of self-discipline also into my own self-care regime is something that I reward myself with. So maybe you can think today about what you can reward yourself with for being so disciplined during the week. Um, It's important. I love having targets to achieve. And I also love setting a target to have downtime and just chill you know just sometimes have you have you laid down and you know lied on the sofa laid lied lied on the sofa and um just listen to some music I mean it's a long time since I've done that but I think actually that's a lovely reward to do just lie down listen to some music and just let the cares of the world disappear you know put a candle on in your bath that could be another beautiful reward. Do some painting. You don't even have to be fantastic at it, but some sort of reward or a drawing or just look at nature and, you know, just think about how blessed we are to live in such a beautiful world. But when we have the self-discipline, we're not wasting our life. When we have the self-control, we're controlling what goes into our body, what goes on our body. And um, we only you only have one of you. It's up to you how you choose to live your life. I'm just here to really pass the message on. I'm not saying I've got it perfect. Far from it. But I am saying I'm doing my best to share with you. And by me sharing it, it actually helps me put it into practice as well. So I hope you're having a fabulous Sunday and you get a bit of time to have a bit of me time and you work out what your self-discipline routine is going to be this week. 
Thoughts. I hope you enjoy today's episode of 100% Real with Teresa. Please share this with your friends. We each have a responsibility to bring more light and love into this world. The world needs more people like you. So go ahead and share so you can bring more hope and inspiration where it's really needed. Remember, we are so grateful to have you in this female community for heart-centered growth, sending you a big high five for being absolutely fabulous for listening to 100% Real with Teresa podcast.